Hello and welcome to Fantasy Five Aside, a new show in which I, Jim Campbell, invite a guest to pick a dream Five Aside team made up of their favourite players and of which they are player manager. This week we have star of Mock the Week, Edinburgh Comedy Award nominee, and most impressively of all, football ramble tour support <laughs> is Maisie Adam. Hello. How are you doing, Maisie? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Um, thanks for thanks for coming in nice. um, and, and joining us on on this uh, this new venture. Um, so get straight down to it. You support Leeds. Yeah. How is that? Uh, it's as you'd expect. Yeah, uh, you, you, t- you talking year. to anyone about it? It's you, you're ma- it's making sure that it's good to talk, isn't it? It's good to talk. Yeah. It's what you got to tell yourself. Uh, difficult year, obviously, uh, last year, mm. um, last season, and I think I think it was particularly painful because I know a lot of mates. Um, I live just out. Well, used to live just outside Leeds, and I have a lot of mates who have moved to South Yorkshire and are Sheffield. Mm. And it's it's difficult when you chat to those people. Yes, and they're um, everywhere. Do you know what? With the, with the, with a team like Leeds, it's hard because when when I first got into football as a youngster, they were the team. Yeah, they were heroes. Mm. You know, and and local heroes as well. You know, you were aware of them on your doorstep, but you knew that they meant something quite quite big. Yeah, and C- now it's a little bit. It's a little bit like a sort of dirty family secret when you say that you're a Leeds fan. <laughs> it's it's funny we were talking about this on the, on the podcast towards the end of last season about how for sort of the younger generation, yeah, I don't think they quite understand that Leeds no. not being the Premier League is mad. Yeah. it's like Arsenal or Everton or Spurs not being there. Absolutely, it's, it's, it's like yeah, yeah. Imagine in ten years, people are going, oh, I'm a. Uh... I'm, a, I'm an Arsenal fan, yeah. and obviously it's difficult because yeah. they used to be such yeah. a team. League um, One's not so bad, though. Yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah, it's and it's weird that there's people who who only know Leeds as uh, almost as, like as a what they are now. like a parable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's re- it's really str- and and I think it's all it was almost easier sort of five six years ago when we were right in like knee deep in mm. in the worst of it. Um, to kind of be that but the fact that like this last season we've come so close yeah. to getting back to that former glory it, it it was enough to kind of like get everybody riled and maybe it's okay to be a Leeds fan again yeah <laughs> and then at the last minute we uh we shafted it yeah but you've kept Marcelo Bielsa which yes. is obviously great news for yep. England yeah. in general yeah so I'm, I'm you never happy know. About it. Yeah, I I'm mean, about I, it. I, I imagine Leeds will have another tilt next season, and, and good luck to them. So let's move on to your uh, your fantasy five aside team. Okay. Um, so um, just to, to clarify for everyone listening, this is sort of normal five aside rules, like low overhead height, now going into the goalkeeper's area, rolling subs, that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and who, who have you got first? Uh, so do you want me to work from keeper? Yeah, I think so. All right. So uh, former Leeds United legend Paul Safe Hands Robinson. <laughs> Paul Robinson. Okay, that's an interesting one. Uh, why is that an interesting one? Um, what have you got against Paul Robinson? Oh, it's the, oh the, whoa, 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 Tetchy Leeds. Yeah. That was, <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I mean, I mean it's, it's, it's just an interesting choice because he isn't someone that would come to my mind straight away. No. Um, but he's massive, isn't he, he's Paul at, Robinson? Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. a huge advantage on such a small pitch. Yeah, and I, um, I, I again, there's going to be a few of these with my choices for this five aside. I think I'm a little bit romanticised about those former years of, yeah. of Leeds. And I, Paul Robinson... That was that was my memory of going to Ellen Road as a kid and yeah. seeing that big figure in 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 goal. Uh, and I remember I felt like a proud dad when he when he got into the England squad. Yeah, I was like, oh, go on, we've given we've given England a keeper because he was he was very good when he was younger, he was really wasn't good. he, Robinson? He was like, really good, his, and he was peak. constantly in the shadow of David Seaman. Yeah, which I felt 
was unfair. I don't, unpopular opinion, I don't think David Seaman was the goalkeeper that everyone thought he was. Perhaps not towards the end, certainly. I don't think that's... Uh, Certainly towards the end. I think, I think it would have been better. I I feel about David Seaman how a lot of people feel about Joe Hart now. (laughs) In that, like, Bit of a sort of stepdad vibe, almost. Yeah. Like, get, get out of my goal. You're not yeah, my dad. Yeah, you're not my keeper. Like, I feel they're okay, but I think there's there's people who are better better equipped. Mm. I was happy when we had David James as the national uh, keeper. Isn't it weird that David James was like, I'm not that bothered yeah. about being a keeper? And that, like, that Just, still blows my yeah. mind, those interviews where he's like, I wasn't really fussed about becoming... The national goal. Yeah, I'm really more into video games. Yeah, and, and then he you really had, is as well. Yeah, it's mental, isn't it? And then you had like Paul Robinson, who was just happy to be involved. Yeah. Um, but I, I was happy. I was happy. I was ha- happier for him to lose out to David James than I was to constantly for him to be in the shadow of David Seaman. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, and I think he would be a very good keeper. I would be very proud of him. Uh, yeah. He um he also scored a 95 yard screamer, didn't he? Oh my god! For Spurs. Like, this is the thing. Like, you know those uh, compilation shows that are on late at night of, like, wackiest goals? Yeah. There's always the, there's always the David Beckham from the half halfway line. Yeah. And then something ridiculous, like a keeper scoring a goal. And the fact that Paul Robinson, our little Leeds United legend, <laughs> is amongst that, is in that select club, it's, it's great. Yeah. He scored a header as well in a League Cup game. Like Did an you? amazing, like, striker's was header. It was, a long, it was when he was fairly young and I think breaking into the team. Oh, and okay. it, it was honestly like a proper striker's header. And I think if you're a goalkeeper and you've got a header from a corner and a goal from your own half, like, that is. That's amazing. That, isn't it? Like, below the sort I of campus I might, Higita I might level. move him then. I might play him further <laughs> the field. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe is that a danger, though? Because I sometimes play in goal when I play five aside, which I haven't done for a while, but I have been really selfish and shot before Have and you? yeah and it is it's pointless oh. but i mean if you're paul robinson and you've scored from 95 yards then out it might be worth like, a go fair enough have a go mate yeah exactly you've earned you've earned one a game yeah yeah at least he was also did you ever collect um power pods i did not no okay so he was like a really really good one to get what is a power time. pod you know those little footballers with the big heads oh yeah uh, on a bet so you had um like the ones with the green base yes were like 10 a penny um, you, get, you could get quite a few. They went up to either blue, then red, or red, then blue, and then silver, and then gold. I always remember Cristiano Ronaldo was a gold. Like a shiny, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. I never did the whole sticker hype. Just is that, went, is that went weird? went straight to power Just went straight in with power pots. Just to get from your <laughs> local post office. Um, and uh, I remember getting Paul Robinson. I think he was a silver base. I think he was a silver base. And again, that it, was like a benchmark... Yeah. Of, I'm sure not for him, but for me, I was like, oh, go on. Not only have I got Paul Robinson, I found out he's a silver base. Yeah, England international. That's probably yeah, probably yeah, bumped yeah. him up into that. So, yeah. f- from what I've heard about Paul Paul Robinson, uh, he's actually a, a very good egg as well. In the t- 2006 World Cup, I think it was the first game England played Paraguay, or the first game of both teams yeah, campaign, yeah. and their goalkeeper Justo Villa, he was injured seven minutes in, and uh, Paul Robinson sent him his gloves as like a sort of gesture no. of goodwill, just oh, from see, one keeper I mean. to another, not and to sound like everyone's mum but it's you know it's good to be a nice person Absolutely. as well as as well as talented it costs nothing apart from maybe the postage well yeah um also you, you probably um, probably know lloyd griffiths as i do so yes. present soccer am and is a yeah. stand-up as well he's um, a really good keeper I've, he posts, I've heard that i mean he only ever posts on instagram when he saves it so yeah obviously maybe they're i would not, do the you same. know once in a blue moon yeah you're not going to post a post post a video of you just like absolutely going the wrong way yeah but um he, he does some killer saves I've, I've heard this but what so lloyd um a long time ago 
ago when he was flying for his own show. Yeah. Um, bumped into Paul Rib- Robinson at the Edinburgh Festival. who was just up there seeing some shows. And Paul Robinson helped him flyer. Just no. going up to strangers going, come see this guy's show. Like sort of so keeper's Paul union. Paul Robinson in the football world is like Keanu Reeves yeah, in the acting seems, or Dave Grohl in the music. Seems that Nicest way. Nicest guy in the, in the industry. Seems that way. Imagine, imagine Paul Robinson flying for It must show. have been one of those bizarre sort of, what is happening to my life Especially sort of for Lloyd as well. Like... It, Imagine being a, a keeper, a yeah. keeper and a comedian, and then former England international goalkeeper, Paul Robinson. Telling people to come to your show. P- perhaps quite aggressively, who knows. So um, he's a funny one, Robinson, isn't he? Because he has conceded over 500 Premier League goals. <laughs> Only the fifth no, goalkeepers have been many. in that. But yeah, but over I mean, 500. He, was in, he, was in, he was battling for Leeds for a long time. So yeah. they, they got yeah, yeah. whipped a lot in those seasons. So I think that, that doesn't really tell the story of I his ability. Feel, but... I hate to be this person that always makes that argument. But, um, you know, when people are like, well, keep, the keeper's job is to keep it out. No, if you've got a shoddy defence, sometimes, which Leeds did for so long, sometimes it's 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 just about um, damage control, really, yes. being the keeper, isn't it? Absolutely. and he, You uh, just have to show that you at least dived, to, to, at least you made an attempt. Yeah. But I mean, should never have been down that end in the first place. At five aside, though, is that not a potential risk? Because the, the shots are going to come thick and fast, potentially. Listen, he's going to be too busy at the other end scoring headers. <laughs> so. I don't know even why I'm bothered about him, but what he's going to be like as a keeper. He'll be knocking the headers in. Fair um, enough. Yeah. So, Paul Robinson, Paul Robinson is in bins. So, yeah. um, who have you got in defence? Uh, I've got uh, Millie Bright. Okay, Millie Bright. Chelsea, Chelsea defender. So, um, as, from what I know of Millie Bright, she is a sort of no-nonce. No-nonce? No-nonce. move on from that. Yeah. Uh, no-nonce centre-half. Uh, yeah. But she's also played in midfield, which is very handy in five-a-side. Yeah, yeah. She's, she is good in... I, I prefer when she when she plays further back because she... Uh, can I swear on this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she's built like a brick shit house, and <laughs> I mean that in the best way. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure she'll hate me saying that, but she is. Um, she's incredibly uh, good at like uh, at blocking at the last minute. Like there's ones mm. there's one when you see the forwards going for, going for the goal with it, and then you see Millie getting involved. You're like, it's fine. Like you'd be leaning if you were the keeper then, you'd be leaning against the goalpost. Like it's not gonna come. It's not gonna come over here. She's. I, I prefer when she plays in defence as opposed to a centre-back. Um, and I don't think she's particularly quick when she's in Well, uh, in five-a-side, does that matter so much? If she's good at making those well-timed blocks, then that's going to be so important because like anyone... Literally, I'd have the pitch out like a netball court. I'd be like, you don't go past <laughs> this line, Millie. You stay at the back and just stick your leg out when you can see someone going to strike. But yeah, Millie Millie Bright is uh, she's she's a good egg to have on your. So what is um, where where are you putting yourself in the team? By the way, as well. So sort of, will you be sort of you know? I didn't know I was playing. I assumed oh, I you're, was. Oh, your player manager. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Um, well, my uh, my preferred is centre mid. Yeah. So that's that's good. So you've got her as a screen behind you, yeah, which, which is ideal. Yeah, I mean, judging me, being like, I wouldn't have done that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I play centre mid, and then um, when my fitness levels are better than they currently are, I'm I'm all right on the right wing because um, I I can run really fast. Yeah, not to sound like Forrest, Forrest Gump, <laughs> but I I can run really really quick. That can be a problem though, can't it, in five side? Because if you're too much of a pace merchant, much, yeah. you can smack into the walls quite a lot. Yeah. And I suppose as long as yeah, you're yeah. fine with that, then indoor that's all right. football, I was horrendous at. Yeah, because you, you like 
on a football pitch, you're fine. You mm. can just keep running. I would the amount of sports hall walls I have run <laughs> like smack into. Yeah, um, I the, hate indoor the football. The floors as well. It. That is a special type of I jarring hate of the it. knee. It's isn't like it? a different game. The ball is like it's like playing with a ping pong ball because it's bouncing everywhere. Like. It's just the sound is echoing, squeaking. Yeah. I mean, I sound like such a diva. I can't play football when it's squeaky. Yeah, I can't play um, in these conditions. But yeah, I, I, I don't like them. Also, those goals mm. that are up to my waist. Sponge balls like, as well. Sponge, sponge balls are a thing. What is that about? One. They yeah, absolutely, can do one. they can. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan. So, yes, uh, I would maybe be in centre mid. Um, and I wouldn't even feel bad if I let it go past me because I know Millie would have it. Millie <laughs> That's have nice. It that, that, that frees you up, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Um, so obviously there's rolling subs, so there will be another central midfielder. Who, who are you going to pick for that? Uh, I w- I'm going to pick Alan Smith. Again, another interesting choice. Um, Leeds United legend. Yes. And first ever crush, Alan really? Smith. Oh. oh, my God. Oh my god! What was it that I kicked had, um, it off? Was it when he got sent off for England? It's yeah, like a hard a bad man. boy. Yeah, it's the who gets sent off for England? It was such a um, it was such a like uh, early no- like early noughties, late nineties thing to fancy yeah. guys with a big blonde hairdo. Yeah, but he really was the poster boy for that kind of style. Like all of my re- all of my friends were into like they all fancied the lads from Boyzone and Westlife. You know, they yeah. were all like, oh Brian McFadden or Keen Egan, and I was like. What about the midfielder for Legion United? <laughs> he was sort of, I guess he he is a quite traditionally handsome man, Alan Smith, so and he did beautiful. have that that highlight as well. He's like he's like that sort of boy band member's yeah. hard older brother. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was he was like a, a beautiful, pretty boy. I mean, I'm I'm terribly being terribly object objectifying here about. Well, I'm joining in. Um, but uh, he's also a really talented man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I uh, he's definitely my first crush. He used to have a, a big poster um above my bed of him. He said good night, good night to Alan every night. <laughs> um, but he again, like I thought, he was he was great for our team. I've still not forgiven him for going over to Manchester United. Yeah, do you remember he used to like in all of his uh, post match interviews for Leeds? He always used to go, "I'm sticking with Leeds." Yeah, I'm sticking with Leeds. People go, "Oh, you're rumored to be going over to Manchester." I'm sticking with Leeds. And then he went and did it, and yeah. it was I'm, I can still feel the knife in my back. Yeah, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because. Alex Ferguson buying Leeds' best striker yeah. and then converting him into a defensive midfielder is taking the piss, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. absolutely. It felt like it felt like a personal two fingers yeah. up to every Leeds fan. Like, look what I can do. I can not only poach your players, but I can just I don't play even need them where you've been playing sarcastically. Them. Yeah, yeah, that it felt sarcastic. It felt sarcastic. Um, but uh, and of all the teams to go to, Manchester United. I, I read about this, and I think it was there was a lot of. It was a very complicated thing for Alan Smith, wasn't it? Because I think yeah. it, it was the case that Leeds had to sell him yeah. to, to, oh, to, to stay out of administration. He, I think he it had was... to go and, and we needed him. Yeah, we needed to sell him to keep ourselves afloat. Um, but it was just a particular... Not there. Yeah, just not there. Yeah. You know, it was like him going to Millwall or something. You just... You mm. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it, I, Ferguson said as well that... Um, he sort of he saw qualities in him that made him want to turn him into uh, turn him into Roy Keane, which sounds like the sort of plot of a horror film. Yeah, just, yeah. why would it's anyone like Dr. want Frankenstein, that? Yeah, it's like absolutely. don't do that. Why God, would you do that? Leave him, leave um, nice Alan Smith alone. But uh, but him him and Harry Kewell were, were what I remember as being so proud of that team. Yeah, and so proud to like to to the opposite of what we're saying now about Leeds is that like you would proudly chat about them and and and. 
really feel like they were a team that could do hugely great things. They were kind of like the Manchester United of of the last five ten years. No, five to ten years. Five to ten years ago, yeah. Okay. Manchester United in the last five years. Been <laughs> Would be no fun at all. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If I had an extra hour in the day, I might catch up on the latest football news, take a lovely walk with my dog Sammy, or maybe interview someone using an orange peel and a broken iPhone. You know, normal journalism stuff. But it's not always easy to prioritise our time, and that's where therapy can be an extra helping hand. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ramble. So moving on from Alan Smith, because um, it's only fair, given that he did that to you in such, yeah, a, such yeah, a cruel yeah. manner. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd sub him off straight away. Yeah. <laughs> just roll him on and off constantly. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. keep him going through his paces. Oh. How do you like it, Alan? I've never forgiven you. Um, <laughs> you broke my heart. Uh, I'd say that was my first heartbreak, actually. Yeah. Alan Smith. Because I, I idolised him and fancied him. So it was like... So it's like a relationship. Part as a football fan and as a woman. So how, <laughs> how, how long was he actually at Leeds? Oh, uh, I mean, from his debut, obviously. So it would have been a, a decent know, amount of time. Yeah, it was, like it was, a significant it, relationship. Yeah, it was. It was too... Yeah. It was too too long to have then cheated on me. Oh, Alan. Um, oh, Alan. <laughs> That's such a sad... Fr- oh, Alan. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, are we going on to who I've got? Yes, oh, let, let's uh, move on to your, your next midfielder. Like we're moving into sort of the forward areas now. Yes, yes. Uh, Ronaldinho. Oh. I just think he's one of... The thing that frustrates me, I feel like I'm comparing each person I say to another footballer, but the thing that frustrates me about Ronaldinho is he's been constantly compared to other people at his level. And I feel like everyone all... I feel like Ronaldinho is one of the best showmen of the game. Without doubt. Um, that we've that we've had. 
but people always give that title to people like Ronaldo or um, or Messi. And I think Ronaldinho was so great for international football in particular. Yes. Um, like seeing him play in World Cup matches, you didn't even mind if he, if he, like the footwork he used to mess about with. Yeah. It was it was a real. If uh, he did it to you on a five a side on a on a weekday, you'd want to shove it. But yeah. watching him on a big screen, you're like, that's incredible. Insane. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Because he, in a sense, he is sort of he really embodies that five a side spirit. Because yeah. you get people that take it too seriously and it yeah, stops yeah, being yeah. fun. But when you get people who are good, but they just love it yeah. and they're playing with a smile on their yeah, face. Yeah, that's the thing. That's great. That's, that that's exactly you've hit the nail on the head. There, he's he plays out of passion. Yeah, like as a, I mean, obviously they're all. They've all got an interest in football, except for David James, yeah. who's just <laughs> happens to be good yeah. at saving a Might goal. Might like FIFA. Yeah, yeah. Last month's holiday. But he, um, yeah, you could tell every time he stepped on that pitch, he was just so, uh, so happy to be on it. So at yeah. home. Very much um, so. And and doing those tricks and, and that sort of thing in, in World Cup matches as yeah, well. And yeah, on the biggest platform. Like, you, that's the kind of thing you attempt at five a side on a Saturday morning with your mates yeah. and it goes spectacularly wrong and you'll laugh about it. He would do it like in a in a semi-final of the World Cup yeah. and it would go right and probably result in a goal. And the incredible thing for me about Ronaldinho as well is one of the things that people criticise him for is one of the things that I think actually makes him more amazing when you look back on it. He basically didn't train that much. No. You no, know, even at Barcelona, no. even at his peak, he was he was not a committed trainer and no. but he was so good that he would still dominate dominate the league really, yeah, not just Watching not just him matches. at Barcelona was, was special as well because I always feel like he um he came into that team knowing full well he was the golden boy. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's where a lot of that sort of relaxed attitude comes. But Listen, if if someone's that good, you don't you don't mind them. Absolutely not. That, Although I wish there was more of that in. I, I hate to be that person that's like, oh, where are the old days? Of, you know, <laughs> why can't they all be like George Best and turn up drunk? Um, <laughs> well, apparently Ronaldinho did do that. No, he really. You see, that doesn't surprise me though. But yeah. like, did you get results? Yeah. Well, apparently he and Deco were sold because. <laughs> Uh, they were turning up to drunk to training and no. quite often Ronaldinho would just go on the sunbeds, um, which I can't believe they even had at the training ground. I love it. Um, I some love sort of vitamin it. C thing, I would imagine, or, or D. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the, the hierarchy were worried about the influence it could have on Lionel Messi, so they sold them both. Uh, it's the story but still what a glorious time we had before that yeah yeah and I I quite like I quite liked that side of football when there was an Mm. off-pitch drama as well you know it spices it up doesn't it absolutely it's the sort of thing that in the football media you hear people have been trained to say oh we don't like to see that sort of thing but come on of course you do it's like when Mario Balotelli was setting fireworks off in his hotel room we're like brilliant he's the most recent I think bad boy we've had isn't he Balotelli I I I, I don't know if we've got I don't. I don't know who's the who's the bad boy of the current football. Uh, I think you're right. It doesn't. There's no, there's no one, is there? I suppose the there's closest no you would have would bit. be Paul Pogba, but that's just well. because of the occasional spats he has. It doesn't. It's yeah. not really the same thing. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that he's unprofessional in a. No, in it's, any, it's not. Like, it's, a sporting it's sense. It's quite rock and roll, isn't it? The sort of stories from Ronaldinho yeah. and Balotelli. Very much so. I mean, are you aware of his his rap song that he released? This is while he was Ronaldinho still playing. has a rap song. He, he does, and he was still playing. Uh, I think he was in Brazil when he released this, and the chorus um, is obviously translated. Uh, it goes: "Boot the glass up high, let's drink. We will enjoy life. We will enjoy life." We drink. I'm full of money. Let's drink. Oh, what a guy! So what a guy! That whole um, that uh, actual Ronaldo. I always call him actual Ronaldo yeah. because <laughs> everyone's hate... got a. Prefix That's the other thing him. as well, isn't it? Like there's there's a whole generation of football fans who, when you say Ronaldo, they don't even know there was an yeah an original Ronaldo. Absolutely. Um, I remember he 
uh, I think he'd fathered a kid outside of... He, was, he wasn't even married. He was engaged to be married. And then their wedding was called off because he'd fathered a kid with someone. And then they got married and he had a vasectomy because he... And the way he phrased it in the interview was something like, let's stop the stop the factory yeah, or something. Yeah, I think I remember that. The factory let's is closed cl- Yeah, we'll close the factory. Like and I was like, do you know what? That is that is an iconic thing. That's- Absolutely. I mean, maybe the way for both of us to solve this, this issue is just move to Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Where apparently yeah. everybody is like apparently that. Apparently everyone is drunk and fathering children. Uh, Wagner Love, as well, the former CSKA Moscow striker, he was once <laughs> pictured at a party with in Brazil with like an anti-aircraft missile. Like just, Why? just yeah, Why? love it. How have you got yourself in that situation? But yeah, the, the, just the sheer showmanship, I think, of Ronaldinho is, it's just an honour to watch. And mm. I think, I think it, I, it'd be interesting to see what it's like to play with. I think you just watch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah, you'd, you'd yeah. get a little bit caught up with, with what he was doing and th- luckily you'd have Millie Bright behind you yeah. and, and Alan Smith. So you could probably just spectate. That's certainly yeah. what I would do. Yeah, I would. Just Honestly. give him the ball, see what he does. I love it. I love it. That goal against Chelsea in the Champions League final. The, I mean, sort of one, the wiggle with yeah, his foot yeah. and no back left. Whoa. How can you move? I can't move my feet that quick without a ball yeah. there. It's, I, like... It's one of those rare goals where it sort of almost doesn't seem to make sense yeah. however many times you watch it. You watch it watch back it. in slow-mo, you watch it back multiple times and you wonder, could it be done Could, could it be done again or was it just a, yeah. a, 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 mo- a moment that would never ever happen in any other circumstances? But again, he didn't exactly come away from it and being like, can't believe I did that. Yeah, yeah he exactly. Was like, it's what did for, you expect? Right, yeah, let's drink. Yeah, where's the sunbed? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I think you can only approach the game like that if you are just having a laugh with it yeah 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 and to, to, to be of the mentality where you can actually do that in a high pressure situation yeah. I know people criticised him for that but actually that maybe that was why he was so good and, uh, yeah and at the end of the day football is a spec. it's a spectator sport you go for that you go for the game and the real sense of the game is stuff like that you go yeah. for the drama you go for the intensity um, there's nothing worse than a really beige football match. Oh, absolutely! It's it's almost heartbreak. You almost feel like you deserve a refund. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know what you thought. I'm going to upset some people here, but that final with Liverpool and and Tottenham, I was, it was it was frustrating really because it had been such a brilliant build up for both t- both teams, and they both so deserved their place. I thought in that in that mm. final, and it was just the the most bland. It was drab, seven, wasn't it? You know, it was, it was bland for seventy minutes. You had that. Exciting was it? Was it or not a penalty at the at the first ten, and then mm. the, the the goal at the end? Apart from that, like that's not what football's about yeah. for me. Fo- football for me is about the Ronaldinho's and 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 all of that. That's what Absolutely. that's what I love. Um, got a very quick one question quiz about yeah. Ronaldinho. Then uh, oh, no. he, when he was thirteen years old, yeah. he, his team won a game twenty three nil. How many how many goals did Ronaldinho score? Uh, of those twenty three, mm-hmm. uh, eighteen. Twenty three. No, yeah, mad, just mad. So, oh my god! I think he's always been like that. That and keeper will have been so fuming. Probably just disappeared, like in a puff of smoke Somewhere at the final in a pub, whistle. There's a bloke being like, "Once Ronaldinho <laughs> scored 23 goals against me," and yeah. you're like, "Oh, go home." I've been Ian. in this pub ever since. Yeah, I've never yeah. recovered from it. Telling that story, and everyone's like, "Oh, is he told Shut Ronaldinho?" Up. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> That's so funny. When he's 13. Yeah, 13 years old, 23 goals. 
Absolutely amazing. You see, that's incredible, isn't it? Might have been his that peak work rate wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when he had the highest work ethic. <laughs> right. Um, so uh, we we got one 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 player left uh, apart from your bonus player that we'll come on to. Yeah. Uh, as you're you're out and out forward, I suppose. Right. Um, so this is the person I need um, when in, everything's everything's been put in place. All you need is somebody to make sure they're in that area to knock it back in. And for me, there is only one person for that, and that's Ruud van Nistelrooy. That is very big of you as a Leeds fan. Yeah, it has to be I know, said. I know. I had to swallow a lot of pride. But again, I think he—he's what the. In fact, I was listening to um, uh, Phil Neville. Um, Phil Neville was saying that Ellen White is becoming a, a Van Nistelrooy through uh, the fact that she was often run, running around, playing out left, playing out right, mm. uh, right at the front. And it meant that when the when the ball suddenly finds itself right near the goal, she's not there yeah. because she's she's gone too early. Um, and just to, he was he was saying to you know keep keep back keep back. And the word he used was a predator, mm. right? And he said, and, and now she's become a predator. She's exactly like Ruud van Nistelrooy. And I think that's exactly it. Is he was one of those players where you're watching the you're watching the game slowly move up the pitch and then. It's it it's crossed in, and you think no one's no one's there to receive it, and then he's there out yeah. of nowhere, often headering it. Like the amount of headers I've seen it to the point where at school, if you went for a header, you'd shout Van Nistelrooy. <laughs> um, and it he's he just had this fantastic ability to make sure he was there um, at the right time, out of nowhere, so no one was ever marking him. I, I think he was a fantastic. He's something like the. Is he the third highest scoring in in UEFA? Uh, he's certainly he's certainly in the top ten in terms of Champions League goals. Um, I'm not sure exactly where, but he's he's high up here because he he did he was a sort of the epitomizes the phrase banging them in. Yeah, so just yeah, just and I, I think if you're he might on have a team only with scored. Him, you just have to cross it over to that general area, yeah, and he'll find and he'll find it. a way. It's amazing. His range of finishing was incredible yeah. as well. It's absolutely amazing. Um, and also as well, in terms of your team, mm-hmm. you've got Ronaldinho sort of drawing the markers, exactly. pulling all the strings, and exactly. as long as he can get the ball off to to Van Nistelrooy, he's probably going to score. That's all you need. He's got such good footwork that that he can he can get he can get the ball off whoever. Move it out wide, cross it over, and you can bet your bottom dollar he'll find it and knock it in. One one thing I would be slightly cautious of with with Ruud van Nistelrooy in a five a side team is that I think um, he, he scored very few goals from outside the box, and yeah. obviously not being allowed in the keeper's yeah. area. Obviously, that's not the same size as a full size pitch um, box. But psychologically, could that affect him? Could it? Could he? You know, could it all go to pieces? Yeah, I hadn't thought about that actually. Um, probably. You think? Probably. Even on such a small pitch? Do you know what? I, I'm actually thinking, yeah, I'm now thinking, oh God, I've made a terrible error. Um, <laughs> no, because you're so right. He was always in He was always in the area. Yeah. And that area doesn't exist on a five-a-side pitch. <laughs> but, I mean, so I've the, the based the this scale... entire appointment on something that won't be there in this match. Um, You've got the, the, I think the scale of it might be, might Make it that might, a it little. Might, it might knock him. I also just think, though, at the end of the day, like it's Ruud van Nistelrooy. Like he can, he can adapt. Surely, yeah. like sh- surely he can. He's he's Ruud van Nistelrooy. Yeah. And again, you've got you know you've got um, Ronaldinho behind him drawing the markers. And 
no, Smudger to give him so a kick. His, what was the statistic about him exp- uh, scoring from, it, from outside the I'm box? I'm not sure the exact statistic. I think he might have only scored once from outside the box for Man United. It was certainly a very low number because he was such a sort of predator yeah, yeah. and he was the archetypal fox in the box as well, yeah, wasn't yeah. he? But again, you know, the uh, box is massive compared to a five-a-side yeah. area. So I remember seeing right. some, some belters at Real Madrid, um, but I'm I'm now thinking, were they all, was he all... Was he always within the crossbar? Or something? I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I couldn't, uh, couldn't comment. Don't have the stats to hand. He's, he's tall, isn't he? Yes, he is tall. He's like a jo- he's mm. a bit of a peep. He not, almost not like, a Peter Crouch, but he's he's a he's a big bloke. He's on he? the scale. He looks yeah. a bit like a sort of anthropomorphized donkey as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, he didn't play that wow. way, but he had that sort of maybe that's. We're my being Arsenal so hat rude. About, That's fine. Uh, we've His said name's Millie rude. Bri- Millie Bright's built like a brick shit house, <laughs> and Van Nistelrooy is a anthropomorphic donkey. Anthropomorphic yeah. donkey. So moving on from that, I'm in sure case they're dying it. to get on the uh, on the podcast now. <laughs> so you've got one extra player. That's part of part of uh, what happens here. You get oh, your other yes. rolling I sub. I love this feature. Can I just say ab- you can absolutely say so. Basically, you, you get you get one choice. Yeah. Who isn't a footballer? Yeah. That can be anyone you want. So yeah. who have you gone for? I have gone for the BBC's political correspondent Laura Coonsberg. Obviously, as I'm sure um, many will. Oh yeah, I mean, it, you know, I had to fight some people off in order to get her. Yeah, of course. Um, I think her tenacity to just... <laughs> you need somebody on a team, especially a five-a-side team, with not only tenacity, but um, they don't get tired quickly. Yes. They don't get... Every time I watch the news, I'm like, how is she covering this yeah. again? She must be up from like four in the morning and then, especially at the moment, like not getting into bed until two in the morning. Yeah. And every time she's so enthused, like she bloody loves it, doesn't she? She could be a hologram. She's every just time, absolutely everywhere. <laughs> can you imagine if it's just a hologram <laughs> of Laura Koonsberg? Um, every time she's on that, she's absolutely living for the political drama. And I'm like, how are you not just grabbing them mm. by the shoulders, screaming at them like... Can you just sort this out, can you, please? Yeah. Can you wind up? I need a lie-in. <laughs> and she's not. She 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 approaches everything with such enthusiasm, um, such passion. She's she's quite tenacious in terms of getting an answer out of people. And I think those are the qualities you'd mm. want in your extra player. Like does not stop, will not stop until she's literally dragged off the pitch. Excellent under pressure as well, as Excellent we've seen many pressure. times. And also, I wonder, given that she's so good at asking questions of people, yeah. do you have her taking penalties? Oh. Yeah, very intimidating presence yeah, coming up yeah, against you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in 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 a in a very good metaphor here. I think sometimes the politicians think her questions are going one way and they go the other. And that's <laughs> what you want, a penalty taker. Absolutely. Um, yes. Yes, I think. I think I would... I, I never thought that this day would take the turn where I'm going, would I let Lauren Koonsberg take a penalty for me? <laughs> yes, I would. Great. I'm going to back her. Yeah, I think, I think she'd think, score um, as well. Yeah, she's definitely going to be playing up up the front end of the field, isn't she? You're not going to have Laura Koonsberg in defence. No. Although, again, I mean, if you're up against it, she'd dig in. She'd know where to be. Well, I think. yeah, yeah. But she's she's attack through and through, isn't she? She's attack through. I and think through. so. So um, um, obviously, a sort of uh, a very common tradition in in, in many five side games up and down the line uh, up and down the land is that you, you go for a drink afterwards. So yeah. how do you feel that your squad would gel? I think there's one member in particular might be the centre of the party uh, <laughs> once, you, once you get to wherever you're going. Yes, yes. Uh, obviously, you're talking about Coonsberg. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, I, I mean it's not really drinks after a match, is it? It's a night out with. Ronaldinho. Yeah, it's, it's um, several after parties, yes. I would imagine, that he spontaneously just creates 
I'd love to see, like, you know, when some people go for a, go to the loo during pints and just two people are left at the table, Coonsberg yeah. and Ronaldinho. Oh, like, where God. does that conversation go? I would happily shrink into the periphery of that and sit there saying nothing to just observe. I feel like she'd be really, really sensible and then you keep having more pints and suddenly she's an absolute weapon. Like, yeah. Ronaldinho's telling her to calm down and get, <laughs> get off the table, Laura. We're going to get kicked out. Yeah. Um, come on, come to the after, after, after party. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll ruin that one and then yeah. move on from there. I think they gel really well. I mean, we've already said Paul Robinson's a, a, a really good, good egg. Good guy. Really, accounts. really good egg. Um, from what I've seen, Millie Bright seems to be uh, very, very grounded. I'm not sure she'd be an absolute loose cannon on a, you know. I don't know why we've gone to they're on a night out and not just because Ronaldinho's there. We've, yeah, we've been there's just no way it's going to be a pint some... <laughs> afterwards, is it? We're we're in a booth in a nightclub. Yeah, we've been realists about yeah. this for some reason. He's ordered a, a a bottle of something that's in an ice bucket that you've never heard of. Yeah, um, there's loads and loads of clingers trying yeah. to trying to trying to cling on. Um, I think, I think they gel quite well. I suspect Rude Van Nistelrooy, Rude Van Nistelrooy is probably uh, a little bit of a um, oh, I'm going to go home now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think... I think he calls the taxi. I, I think, think he right. Ubers from under the table and then he's like, oh, I've just suddenly got something... Through. And actually it's like, mm. no, your taxi's been waiting out there for 10 minutes. <laughs> You've got a gardening programme yeah. you need to get back for. Come on, get off rude. You're slowing us down. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, um, thank you very much for coming on. Um, thank you. Thank Maisie, you um, you're obviously at the Edinburgh Festival this year. Yes. Um, so whereabouts are you and where can people uh, find you? I'm at the Gilded Balloon um, every day. Uh, at five o'clock, uh, the Gilded Bloom Billiard Room. Yeah, Billiard and my room. show is called Hang Fire. Cool. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, It'd be ace to have some football ramble podcasts. Absolutely. Go and dive in, listeners. Um, get yourself some tickets. So, uh, you can also see Maisie supporting us on tour from September so to excited. November. We're so excited as well. It's going to be great. Um, so, tickets are available at ramblelive.com. So, um, that just leaves me to say thanks again, uh, Thank Maisie you. Adam, thanks for coming on. And, uh, yeah, you lot, we'll see you later. This was a Radio Stakhanov production. production.